time for the next wave. Scores! Braden Point got it done. 35 seconds into overtime. There are great players. Ryan O'Reilly, come get the Conn Smythe Trophy. Superstars. Puck up three, score! Bergeron, who tied the game and won it in overtime. Even Hall of Famers after the first round. Becky scores! On to the next wave now, and uh, the first player we're going to talk about is a uh, left winger from uh, the Lethbridge Hurricanes, ranked 63rd on the Craigslist, Oliver Ocular, and he had okay numbers with Sherbrooke in the QMJHL two years ago, lands in Lethbridge last year, drafted again in the import draft, doubles his goal production, added more than 25 points to his previous numbers. What was the biggest reason for his improvement, Craig? What what I would say is just uh, two things. Number one, you know, a, a maturity in his game, you know, and, and, and acclimating to, to an entirely new culture and, and, and an entirely new, a different way of playing hockey. And, you know, you come in, you dip your toe in the water, you have a little bit of success, you know, and certainly Oliver had some success and a player that's been watched for a number of years. But he comes over to Lethbridge and, and you could just see it. You could just see the confidence that he had in his game. Watching him at the World Junior this year, I mean, Slovakia, you know, they stayed in games. They didn't have the depth in, in, in their group to be able to, to really, uh, you know, sustain it for the entire course of the game. But Oliver was always right in the thick of things, right in the middle of things. He, he wanted to be that lead horse. And, you know, I think that based on the success he was having with Lethbridge in the Western Hockey League, now he goes to the World Junior, a best-on-best best tournament. He has success there. He just continuously kept building on it. He, he, he's got a thickness to him in, 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 in the way he plays the game and, you know, the understanding of, uh, of how to use his skill and use his size to, to be able to be effective. And he can shoot the puck, he can make plays. But, but I just, uh, in the span of a year, two years now from Sherbrooke into Lethbridge, I, I just see a player that just became more confident more productive, more confident, even more productive. And, and, and he just settled into to being a really good player. And, you know, when you consider that all players do not move along the same development path, and then you consider him coming over from Slovakia and, you know, trying to find his way. And I know Sherbrooke really liked him. I, I know talking to Jocelyn Thibault, but they had the opportunity to get Samuel Halabu, mm-hmm. uh, the goaltender, and that's why they that's they had to drop Oliver. Well, give Peter Anhold and the Lethbridge Hurricanes massive uh, credit for for recognizing that there was a player out there that could come in their lineup and and, and be really strong. So you know, it wasn't even a case of Oliver uh, not being liked by Sherbrooke because uh, that wasn't the case, and certainly Lethbridge took advantage of of, of that of that what I would call that acclimatization period that allowed him to come over to Lethbridge and be a really good player for them. Yeah, it's not often uh, you can draft a, a player in the import draft that has already experienced in the Canadian Hockey League. So it, it, it worked out beneficial for, for Lethbridge. And listen, you know, we, we talk about this as the next wave. Well, this, this could be, you know, whatever the second, third, fourth, fifth round, or even past the draft and signed as a free agent. Players, as you mentioned, take all kinds of paths. And this is a guy who has been through the draft. I think, is it twice he's been through the draft? Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. 
So last episode, we discussed Carter Savoy in this segment and how he has a pretty lethal shot. Um, you know, from what I've read, Oliver has a pretty good shot as well. At least he likes to shoot the puck a lot. Well, he does shoot the puck, but, you know, the ability to shoot the puck and also drive with the puck opens up other opportunities for him. And, again, the maturity of a player's game takes on different forms. So, you know, when, when, you're, when you're a younger player and you can, you're bigger, you're quicker, you have a good, you can drive. You, and, and now all of a sudden, you know, you're having success. But you move up the levels and it becomes harder to do that. Yet, you still try those things. And th- th- that's where you got to adapt and learn. And, and I think that's what Oliver did. So now he would drive and he would understand, okay, that place closed. Why am I going to continue to pursue that path? I'm going to back off a little bit and I'm going to make a play or I'm going to circle back and hold the puck and, you know, reset here, or I'm going to take that shot a little further out when I have the opportunity. What I saw with Oliver was just a, a really significant improvement in, in him being able to take his attributes and apply them to the game in multiple ways. You know, players all come with skill sets and everything and, Sometimes you, you hear me use this term, oh, he's a one-trick pony. Well, sometimes that one trick is good enough to get you there. Mm-hmm. That, is not, that, is not, that is not often the case. You need, to, you need to round out your game. You need to add other elements. It doesn't mean you lose that significant attribute or significant two attributes, but you've got to round out your game. That's what I saw with Oliver. And, and so when, when you watch him, and you know, you, we talked earlier about what players might be ready to – Oliver's ready to turn pro in my view. He's got, he, he, he's 20. He's got an older, he's got a mature body. He's got that uh, understanding of, of how to take advantage. And I think that, you know, if, whoever drafts him, I, I don't see him going through the draft in any way, shape or form. And, you know, now he, now the team can sign him and get him playing in, in the American hockey league. If they, if they deem that that's a good place for him, I, I think he's ready to take that step. So, you're not just drafting, you know, a lot of players you draft at 17 or 18 or 18 years of age, you're going, okay, where will he be in 20? Well, you already know where Oliver's at at 20. Get him on his pro career. I, I, I think he's ready to take that step. What is the one thing that is, you know, has prevented him, do you think? Is it skating? Is it defensive awareness? Is, you know, is there a part of his game that has held him back? What I would say, uh, uh, Dean is is that it's not it's not I, I would think that confidence and and I'm not saying that he lacked confidence but you're not sure you're not really sure you you, you know Slovakia hasn't had a good run of success you know they're, they're in international play whether it be the U18 or U20 they fall into a category where they're the seventh eighth ninth place that's usually where they fall into and. You know, you, and now you start to compete against better competition, and you know it's harder. And and I think he just had to kind of, you know, get his feet wet. I, I really do. I don't think there was anything that that held him back, other than the fact that you know he he had to take these steps. He had to show that he could meet the next challenges. And the reason he didn't get drafted, in my view, was he didn't show enough. And it wasn't that he didn't have some attributes; it was that he didn't show enough. Well, I think he's clearly done that now. And just because he didn't show enough doesn't mean he was capable of showing more. He, he, he was at a stage of development where he was where he was. And I think he, he did the best he could with where he was. But now it's about advancing. It's about getting yourself better. And I think that Oliver is out. Like, I think he's done that in an exceptional manner. 
Craig joins us on the UFFS hotline. You can get in the scouting game with the Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports platform. I am a team owner, but I have to get my prospects somewhere and scouts you can, uh, you know, put your knowledge to the test, make a little side money, and provide players. Check it out at uffsports.com, where you own the game. All right, the second player in uh, the next wave is Ryan O'Rourke, uh, a defenseman from Sault Ste. Marie, ranked 53. Uh, I've seen him a little bit higher on some other lists, Craig. What are you seeing in his game that maybe prevents him from being in the ranked in the top 40 on your list? Yeah, I don't think he has any, uh, what I would call high end attributes. He's a smart player. He's a good skater. He passes the puck well. So, so what he would be is, is a player that does, uh, a, a lot of things pretty good, mm-hmm. but nothing exceptionally well. And, and you listen, there's a lot of players in the National Hockey League that do things pretty good. And if they did things exceptionally well, they'd be at another level uh, in their play. But, you know, the, the NHL is made up of a lot of different players. I, I don't see, I see Ryan as just a, a steady, efficient, a word I would use, efficient, the, the ability to understand what play needs to be made. He does it in, in, in a manner that doesn't come with a lot of fanfare, doesn't come with a lot of notoriety. But, but if you want to be a successful team, you need players that can make those plays. And we can call them simple plays or, you know, effective plays. You got to be able to make them. And, and Ryan does. But from a size point of view, there's nothing, no exceptional quality. From a skill point of view, there's no exceptional quality. But that steadiness, that evenness, that uh, that, that ability to do the things that are necessary in a game, and you're gonna like the coach is gonna have to put him in the right situation. He's not a top pair defenseman. He's not a number one. I don't see him as a number three. But can he be a number four, number five defenseman? Absolutely, he can. And you look at other players that have been able to to take that and advance it. You give them the right support, the right complementary players. He can be that. And you know, I get those questions too. Being, oh, you don't have him high enough. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I don't. We'll see if I have him high enough. Maybe I have him too low. Maybe I, maybe I, maybe I don't have him low enough. I don't know. I I don't see him as a player that's not capable of contributing at the National Hockey League level, but. Let's just understand that, like, you know, the elite players have elite skills, and I don't see any elite skills with Ryan. Well, the, you know, listen, every player is different. Every scout, every, you know, people have their own opinions, and, and that's why it, it, it's such a great debate. And and, and you're right. Uh, you know, if the NHL was only filled with skilled players, there'd be one round in the draft, and you would draft only skilled players. But, you know, there's six defenseman slots in on a team, and, and somebody's got to fill those roles, and not everybody is a superstar. But what I do like about him is, um, he was uh, he was named captain at a, a pretty young age. How much stock would you put into that as a team if you were deciding to draft him? Yeah, you know what? That's a great question. And I, I, I think, Dean, it also goes back to everybody looks at it differently, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, I, what, what I would say in the case of, of a young player like that is it, it, it's a good sign of, of, of his leadership. It's a good sign of how he's viewed by the coaching staff and, and, and the team. And, you know, you get those experiences of leadership under your belt at a younger age. Uh, I think that that, that that benefits you down the road. But, and, 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 and this, is a, this is a capital B-U-T, but, you know what? Evaluate the player for what his attributes are and what you think he's going to be as a player. Because there's lots of great leaders out there that are young players. And 
just because they're great leaders and doesn't mean that they have the attributes to play in the National Hockey League. And you got to be really careful with that. And you, what I would say is you have to weight it appropriately. Look at it as a benefit of where he's at. Look at it as a benefit of, okay, he's developed these parts of his, uh, of, 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 of his personality where he's viewed in that and it's been recognized as that. But if you can't skate, you can't make a play, and you can't think, you don't compete, I don't care what a great leader you are, it ain't going to make a difference. 